0: THE FOLLOWING PROGRAM IS SPONSORED BY FRIENDS OF LIFE OUTREACH INTERNATIONAL.
1: YOU KNOW, I HAVE TO REALLY WONDER IF YOU RECOGNIZE WHEN I I AM TALKING TO YOU, How much I would like to be able to help you face every challenge, deal with every pain, hurt, loss, anything that has ever troubled you, that I would really like to be able to offer you the most perfect solution. I really mean that. My wife, Betty, is sitting here at my side, and we are welcoming you to life today, and I really want you to understand that, that but we're here for you. We, we feel like we're here on a divine assignment. And it is to express the greatest love story ever told by the most loving Father, and that would be the Creator, and that would be God. The one who gave his son Jesus because he so loved us that he wanted to give us the life that only he could provide through the gift of his son. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I, my wife, we've been married for 52 years. And we were in love several years before we married. But we've been on a journey by divine assignment to try to share God's love with every person possible. Now, now I said just a moment ago, and I think about it, when I, when I first communicated with you, I just looked straight at you and said, Do you realize? that we really, I care, I'd like to help you. And, and as much as I care, I'm very limited in what I can do. But God's not limited. He can meet your need. But Betty, I think it's important that people understand, and, and I'm holding up a book that, that we want to give you. It's called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. It's written by an incredibly gifted medical doctor that died helping lepers. And Philip Yancey, one of the greatest inspirational writers in the world. And with such respect for the brilliant work and the compassion of this gifted doctor, medical doctor who won many awards, Philip said, Can I take what you know about the human body and teach people about the body of Christ? It is breathtaking. To understand how marvelously, fearfully and wonderfully made you are. And that if we can come together as people made by Father God to give him glory, as the body of Christ, we can put God's arms around a hurting world. We can reach out and touch people with the love of God. I want to send you this book. I also want to send you heirs to the kingdom. Here's a little boy in his daddy's suit. God the Father wants to suit us up in the glory of His Son, Jesus. So we look like Jesus. So that together, Betty, we look like the body of Christ. Now, here's here's what I'd like you to see. If you can recognize how much God loves you and how much love God wants to flow through you freely to people all around you. You see, the body of Christ is, is the church, not churches, not church buildings, not congregations, but believers that really love God and love others. And what we've been able to do, and I just kind of want to tell you as personal as I can right now, I want to look you straight in the eyes. What we've been able to do now for 50 years of trying to follow Father God is to show people what the love of God looks like when it's expressed by others freely. It's what the world's waiting to see. Betty, we're going to give our credible viewers, an opportunity to look in and, and see a missionary in Africa that God used to change our lives and show us how those of us who've been blessed enough, uh, let's just say that to, to be able to pick up a, a, a cup of water or, or to be able to go and shop and, and get some food for our family or go to fast food or a nice restaurant, that we could actually look out and see people that feel like nobody ever noticed us. And and they just wish their children could have something to eat other than leaves or sticks or roots. And we can give them that. We love you. We want you to know that. But I'm going to tell you this. When you get the love of God overflowing in your heart toward others, you step right in the center of the greatest experience life offers. Betty, let's let our viewers meet Peter Pretorius and hear his heart.
2: In Africa, the desperation we often encounter is driven by drought or famine. Here in South Sudan, its people have endured a gut-wrenching series of tragedies. The latest, a far-reaching tribal conflict that is responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths and the displacement of 1.5 million people in search of safety and food. But now, many have returned to rebuild.
0: These are returnees who have returned back to their home area. They get one month of food from WFP through the UN, and then they're on their own. The problem is they came here with nothing. They didn't have cattle, they didn't have goods, they didn't have money. They lost all that in the war. They found out we were coming, and I mean, they have just flocked here.
2: These are the survivors. But for how long? These mothers well know. When you're completely empty-handed, a matter of weeks can take a child from this to this. They've seen it before and it shows in their eyes.
0: I mean, there are already huge amount of kids here who are very malnourished. What are they gonna do? If we don't help them, they are in serious, serious trouble. Please, let's get together and let's help these people. Just make it through this time. They really deserve your help.
1: When you see that, honey, and you recognize the need that you've seen so many times up close and personal. What, what goes on in your heart?
3: You know, I was watching and I was thinking, uh, they were coming home. And when I think of coming home, I've used that phrase so many times. When you and I have traveled to Mission Fields, James, and we've been over there and we've seen the need, the devastation, and we've entered right into it, we want to help the people. When, when we come home, I'd say, there's nothing like home. And I would have all my conveniences, all my friends, all my family. No, no things tough to face, really. But can you imagine, they're coming home, but to what? There's nothing left. None of the familiar places and things they've been familiar with. None of the, the survivals that they had around them, James, the food or water or anything, everything is gone. And that just breaks my heart. Can't we help together? join together and let's reach out and let's help them, let's help make it home
1: again for them. You know, I uh, was listening to you talk about uh, those people and what we come home to and I I just kind of flashed through some of the beautiful uh, grocery stores and discount places that now have food and how you'll go where the vegetables are and you just look and you'll hold up some broccoli or lettuce or uh maybe celery or whatever it is you're looking for and it's just so nice and these people they, they, they would absolutely think they had gone to paradise because they just try to find something meager. and then when their homes burned because of war, I mean you, we've seen our homes here in the states where a, a tornado or a hurricane has just wiped out a community and, and it, it just it just really hurts us and and, and you know how the neighbors here was so beautifully will try to help each other. The greatest effort in, in uh, the result and aftermath of Katrina came from the churches and people who just had love. And they had a common concern, and they said, we're going to help. It's, it's what we do. But when you look at these people there, and they have so little, and we are the only hope to make it. And here's the deal. We're not saying, okay, let's give them a, a discount shopping center. Let's give them a grocery store. No, let's give them life. And the thing about it is, when you love these people really love them, and the missionaries are there because of love but the, the missionaries can do nothing without us. they can only stay if we keep them there and they can only meet a need if if we enable them to that's why they we we have the plastic bowls that our viewers prepared and gave, but we also have to prepare the 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 food the the, the nutritious soup mix porridge to go in it and and we can be a miracle for him. I want you to listen to one of the sweetest ladies that lost more than a house. L- listen to Monica. Monica's our friend. She can be your friend.
2: Throughout God's word, we are challenged to reach out to the least of these, to the widow, the orphan, there are few places in the world which present more opportunity to embrace that call than Africa. The one we present to you today is Monica, a broken widow whose family is losing the fight for their lives. <laughs>
1: Did you hear what she said? Now she's talking about a child, three years old. Uh, It's almost like her eye's been hurt or damaged or, or dimmed, or maybe she's wept so much. But see, I see that. And God sees it. And as members of his body, we should. We should feel what he feels, because he feels it. And then what do we do about it as his body? Listen to Monica.
2: Doing the best she could as a mother, Monica journeyed in search of new land and resources to provide for her struggling family but her best was met with impossible circumstances, and she was left to watch her three-year-old starve to death.
3: I was born in my life. I was born in my life. I was born in my life. I was born in my life.
2: It's no accident you're watching today. God has heard the heart cry of a widow named Monica who has lost two children and now fears starvation may claim her remaining three. And while Monica is unique, her cry echoes that of countless grieving mothers here in South Sudan. Today, you have the opportunity to answer that cry and the call God has given us all.
1: Did you, did you hear her say, I'm all alone? Even though she still had three of the five children, Betty, She. it was a loneliness. And if uh, Monica could hear me right now, I want you to know you're not alone. Because we're here, Betty. And we're here because we care. And it was God who put the concern and the care in our heart. And it was that missionary, Peter Pretorius, who literally left virtually everything to plant himself in the midst of suffering and he's never stopped. And when we started helping Peter, they had one or two trucks that wouldn't run and you have provided over 500 trucks. When we started, Betty, we were able to help him feed 5,000. We reached the high in some of the crisis parts of over 500,000 a week. We're at four hundred and twenty-five thousand now. And the reason is we care so that we can say to Monica, you're not actually alone, because what I referenced at the very beginning of this program, we who love God and know him as Father, we're Christ's body. So we keep people like that from being alone, but we not only say, Well, we care, we share. We give them food, we take care of them. Absolutely, James. And
3: you know, I think I would venture to say all of us at one time in our life at least and I would imagine more than once, have felt alone and wish that someone would call you, wish that someone would come by and give you a hug. That's what I felt when I watched Monica. I thought, I'd love to give her a hug, but that's really not enough. Mm. She needs more than a hug. She needs hope. She needs someone to care about her children that she's so loves and cherishes. She's done all she knows to do. There's nothing left to reach out for. Maybe we could give her something. Mm -hmm. Can she count on us? Can we reach out to her and say, Monica, grab hold, grab hold. Mm -hmm. Help
1: is coming, help is coming. And here's how it comes. We can be very deliberate and very specific. They're hungry. They need food. They will rebuild. Oh, they won't have a condo or a nice apartment or a house like we do. But they'll have a shelter. And we give them the food and we save their lives. We give them a future and we point them to Jesus and some of them already know Jesus. Some of them have actually been persecuted because they know Jesus. So what we're going to do is we're going to give them a bowl that's heat resistant because your love provided it. And we're going to give them the nourishing soup mix that is nutritionally balanced for the need of the area. And we right now have 25,000 right there in that crisis area of Sudan, and it is serious. And then 400,000 throughout Africa that we've organized into areas of tremendous need. And we're asking you to help us provide the food. Twice a year, we ask you to help us. Now think about this. $30, $50, or $100, we can feed three, five, or 10 children for the next several months. And we will be able to give them a bowl like this. I ask a lot of people who say, well, I want to I feed three. I'll give 30 or 50 or 100 to feed 10 children. Add a dollar for each bowl. You feed 10, add 10 more dollars. It'll be 110. You're going to feed five, we'll make it, make it 55. Uh, you're going to feed 30, we'll make it 33. So you're actually feeding the children and giving each one of them a heat-resistant bowl. They cost, cost a dollar. And there be in the bottom it says life. And that's what it about. It has little lines measuring for each area of need so you don't run out of food and you can give them what they need in that situation. So would you right now go online, lifetoday.org? Would you take your bank card and use it? Sometimes you purchase things that are real important and sometimes you just need it or you want it. But today it's, it's, it's a lifeline of love and hope. It's putting the arms of God around those precious people. Keeping the missionaries there. Seeing that they're not empty-handed, their hearts are overflowing with love. Let's give them the ability to do something about it. Uh, you can dial the phone number, take your bank card, let us know what God's leading you to give, and if you plan to write a check, we'll make it to life. But go ahead and call us and tell us what you're sending in. Very important, we hear from. We have some gifts for you. I mentioned the heirs to the kingdom. I mentioned the incredible book that will inspire you on the body of Christ and the human body and how we learn from our body what he wants us to be as his body. Please, right now, go online or dial that number. And thank you so much for giving that great gift of love and life.
0: Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. This month, 400,000 children are depending on us for survival. And now in South Sudan, the suffering has intensified and our feeding efforts are desperately needed by an additional 25,000 children. Our mission teams are in place, but your support is critically needed to replenish and distribute food supplies immediately. When you call or go online today and make a life saving gift of 30, 50 or $100, you will provide urgently needed food to three Five or 10 children for the next three months. As our way of saying thank you, we'll send you Heirs to the Kingdom, four powerful messages on audio CD or USB flash drive. You'll also receive the award-winning book, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request The Story, a running narrative Bible to help you engage with God's Word more easily. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
4: something you you hear about, but it's something you don't see every day. This precious little child fighting for her life with every breath that she tries to take. I can hear it. She is literally dying in front of our eyes not because of a disease, not because of a virus, but because she has no food. Her body is frail, she's breaking down, she's fighting right now to live. Just one bowl of food, one bowl of food a day could have kept this little child from being in this bed in this moment. It amazes me and it blows me away to think that it's that simple. That there is something that we can do. But if we don't, then we'll see hundreds of thousands of more children just like this because of malnutrition.
1: I want to thank you. I want to thank you for staying where you are. It's, it's a very natural, it's, it's normal to say, I don't want to watch that. But you stayed. You stayed because we can stop that, that little gas for life. I, I don't think there's a person... I, I, I just know there's not a Christian. I don't even think there are many people who are not a Christian. Uh, you can watch a puppy that's hurt and you want to help. You watch a little bird that's hurt. That's natural. And it's supernatural to say, I want to do something about it. And especially if it's a human being created in the image of God with the potential of being one who magnifies God as the great father he is and a person who can live with so much potential, possibility, and joy, to be able to give that person life and a chance to not want to do it? I mean, I think everybody wants to do it. So the thing that God has given us the privilege of doing is meeting people who love God so much and love others so much that they went into the midst of the challenges that you want to look away from, run away from. You don't want to see it. But you see, we can correct it. We can actually make them whole, healthy. And and we won't give them necessarily the kind of future that some of us have had in these prosperous, free nations. And we're prosperous because we're free and productive. And we've got to stay free to stay productive. I I really hope you remember that. Because the more you make people depend upon some other source other than God, the more crippled and the more in bondage and the more defeated and the less we have to possess and to share to enjoy or to utilize. So we need the freedom, but we start by giving people a chance at life and showing them the source of life. And, and then really the sky's not the limit. The land's not the limit. God's the limit. And with him, all things are possible. So we want to give these precious people and their children a chance at life. So that's what you're doing. And we can do it by you simply dialing the number and going online, lifetoday.org, take your bank card, Or dial the number, take your bank card, and say, I want to make a gift. I I want to give life and hope to 10 of those children. That's a $100 gift because it'll just keep giving over the next months. And I'm asking you to consider adding $10 to give a bowl to each one of those 10 you feed. 30 will feed three. Tack on three more dollars. 50 will feed five. How about giving five bowls? Just think about it. I'm going to give them the food. I'm going to give them a heat-resistant bowl. I'm going to enable the missionaries to share clearly and openly and undeniably the love of God. And I'm going to do it joyfully. I'm excited about doing it. So go online. If you dial the number and it's busy, dial until you get through. Be determined. I am going to help those precious people. And I honestly believe you are. Thank you for not only staying with us in the program, but I believe the will of God, the heart of God, and the purpose of God share life. Thank you.
0: Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa and those at greatest risk are the children. This month, 400,000 children are depending on us for survival. And now in South Sudan, the suffering has intensified and our feeding efforts are desperately needed by an additional 25,000 children. Our mission teams are in place, but your support is critically needed to replenish and distribute food supplies immediately. When you call or go online today and make a life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100, you will provide urgently needed food to three, five, or ten children for the next three months. As our way of saying thank you, we'll send you heirs to the kingdom, four powerful messages on audio CD or USB flash drive, You'll also receive the award-winning book, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request The Story, a running narrative Bible to help you engage with God's Word more easily. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
1: Betty and I say thank you. We're going to gladly send the story, uh, which is an incredible story of God's grace as you make the gift we ask for, fearfully and wonderfully made, our human body and the body of Christ and heirs to the kingdom to help you grow. Father, thank you for everyone who helped. Bless them as they bless others. In Jesus' name. Thanks for praying for the missionaries. Thanks for enabling enabling them to do what God called them to do. Thanks for making it possible. God bless you, encourage your friends to watch life today and visit thestream.org. You'll get understanding of the times and we can make a difference. God bless you.